Welcome to Embrace Your Brain's exciting new series called Embracing the Mature Mind. Join Dr. Dee Coulter as she explores the natural brilliance awaiting us all in the upper decades. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, what your lists are telling you. I don't know if you keep a lot of lists like I do. As you get older, it seems to be a survival strategy. But in the morning, I often will gather my various lists that are sitting around the house and put them all into one list. Uh, It's a composite, and some of the things that go onto that list have been going onto it for weeks and even months. And I notice, I mean, I've really made a study of what I'm doing with these lists, and I've done a lot with them, but I looked at this one item that I was putting down for the umpteenth time, and I thought, you know, I think today's the day. So I stopped making the list, and I addressed that task, which I had always thought, oh, man, you're not going to get what you asked for anyway. You might as well put it off. And I thought, no, I'm going to write today, and I'm going to see if it works. Well, it did. It did. And it's changed a lot of things. I'll tell you much later, a couple weeks later, what was on that list. But I just felt incredibly triumphant that this huge thing that had been carried forward really for months, that resolved itself. Now, personally, I don't think I was procrastinating as much as I was incubating, and that there was something about yesterday that was the perfect day to do that task. I may never know why, but I don't think it was just a matter of, oh, get it done, because it required a lot of subtlety, compassion, nuance, artfulness, and I pulled it off. So I don't know if you have things like that, but that's one question, is what's on your list, especially the never-ending kind of list, is it there because you're procrastinating, or maybe there's some piece missing that it's not clear how to approach it yet, and then along comes this missing piece of information, and I say, okay, today it's a go, I can do it and you get something done. But there are other reasons why things could be showing up on your list over and over again. For one thing, the efficiency coaches that go into businesses and say, oh, here's how to get your business to run better, they all agree that there's a natural tendency for everyone on a workplace or at home, we cherry pick our lists. We'll look at the list and we're gonna do what's fun and easy and we can get closure quickly Why? Because we get to check it off. And our goal is to get to check off a lot of items so we can say, wow, I got a lot done that day. And the next day we look at the list and the only thing that's left are all the things we didn't want to do. Well, pretty soon that's all your list is. And I got to that point at at one point in my life where everything on the list was awful. So I started doing things that weren't on the list and I'd do them, I'd write them down, and then I'd cross them off. But sooner or later, I had to look at that horrible list. They were all the dregs, all the miserable things. So then I got to a rhythm where, okay, you have to do one awful thing every day. You don't have to do too much. And in fact, if you, if you got on a roll and you started doing a lot of the awful things, next thing you know, you'd be caught up in depression or your brain would just go dull on you and you'd feel like apathy about life. So you've got to be careful not to do too many on the list. But, you know, in the first start of the day, when your mind is fresh and say, okay, I could probably do any one thing, even the crummy things, that's when you pick a dreaded task, 
Just one. Just pick one dreaded task, and then you can cherry-pick the rest of the day if you want. So there's another way to look at it. You could say, well, what's my temperament style? What's going on with this list? I mean, you probably have friends, or maybe you're one of them, who's got this active, well, let's just do it kind of a thing. And at the end of the day, when you try to say, well, what did you accomplish today? And they say, what did they accomplish? They always win because they got a lot more done. And if you're the more reflective type, then you want to think a lot longer. And the fact is that sometimes if you wait a while, a new piece of information is going to come along and it's going to change everything. So you wouldn't do it the way you would have done if you'd just been impulsive, where your active friend is, yeah, they're a lot more productive, but they tend to have to apologize a lot more often too. And they're the ones that say, just ask forgiveness instead of permission. And to the reflective people, that doesn't make much sense. But it does to them, because they really want to get a lot done. So this is kind of how the lists look if you're thinking about time. And if this, then that. So that's kind of a cause and effect view. But one of my favorite ways to look at something is by what's the pattern. So looking at the list not as progress through time, but as a design feature, what are we looking at that shows up all the time on these lists? And we can that's kind of a spatial take on it. So let's take a look. For one thing, we have different brain states, and they change throughout the day. They change by what we eat. So part of the task really would be matching what your task choice is with which part of the brain is really perky right now. What is the surf up for? And then maybe you're feeling, wow, really clear and bold and crisp, you know, one of those days, and just, okay then. Or maybe it's social and warm and artful. Or maybe you feel really creative and inspired and fresh. I mean, those would be, you'd pick different tasks to take on depending on that state of mind. Maybe an idea is bubbling up and you're ready to do some writing about it. Or maybe you just feel like a really analytical state where it's just logical and sequential and you want to do something that has a lot of steps and you can just march right on through it with no problem today. Or, one of my favorites, you feel outrageous and you're ready and able to think outside the box. So you're going to look at that list and say, oh yeah, I got a better idea. So all of that's kind of cool and you want to pick a task that matches the brain state. And you want to do this checking in your brain state before you have breakfast. Because, well, let's suppose you're really charged with energy or really feeling outrageous, and then you have pancakes. Wow, in about a half an hour, your brain has crashed, and now it's in another state and can't do half the stuff. So choose what you have for breakfast based on the state you're in and want to be in. So there's some stuff that could be showing up all the time on the list. And that's a, that's a spatial thing, too, because now we're seeing patterns. I mean, I have parts of my house that it's uncanny. I can take a half an hour, organize it, give me two days, and it looks just as bad as when I started. Because that's a sign that whatever filing system I have in that area of the house, it isn't working, and it needs an upgrade. So, okay, this is how I'm going to file the tools in my kitchen, or this is how I'm going to file the bills, or the notes I have for what I want to think about next. So 
another thing that I see is sometimes <laughs> I spend a whole lot of time finding a lost object. And if it's the same lost object, and I think, you know, you've been looking for tape measures a lot lately. That means I better create an official spot for the tape measures and give it a good home so that I can find it without effort because it's not worth that much time and I have to spend the time because I've got to find it. But sometimes the problem can be way beyond an upgrade issue. These items actually need a totally different place and you're going to have to create a whole new process. When the bills come in, we put it here. When the new mail, when the junk mail, when the personal letters, when the, when the emails come in, what are you going to do so that you don't get drowned in those things? And then you create a whole new system, and sometimes it works. So, you know, by the time we get to our sophisticated, advanced ages, we should have a lot of it figured out. And some of it we've been putting up for a long time that doesn't have to be that way. So another thing we can look at is what is our daily rhythm like? Because the brain has rhythms of states. It surges in this way, surges in that way. It crashes at this time of day, always. It goes on and on like that. And if we look at the pattern, we won't be caught pushing ourselves at a time when our brain isn't up for the task. In a way, it seems like the pre and post heart attack mentality. You look at people before a heart attack and they're pushing themselves like crazy and they're doing things in such a way that they're totally ignoring their bodies and then there comes the heart attack. After the heart attack, they ask their bodies first, do you want to do this today? Do you need a break? You want to take a rest? We'll do what you need. So the body gets to declare what it needs and then the will can push on through. So that's kind of what we have to do. We have to negotiate a lot more. We have to look at the brain state we're in appreciate how much stamina we have. Maybe we're in the right state to do that task, but it's a long one. It's going to take two or three hours and a lot of irritating phone calls to get the job done. Do you have that much stamina today? If not, find another dreaded task that doesn't take so long. It may be that we want to get the job done. And so which of those tasks we could start, but it's not going to close today, and it won't give us much satisfaction. We have to just chip away at it. Pick one that you can come to closure with. On days when you have less frustration, take on the one that's going to take weeks and months of effort here and there. Maybe the job, I don't know how lazy you guys are, but for me, sometimes, yeah, I could do that but I'd have to get up and take this over there and bring that over here. It calls for an awful lot more movement. And my body is what needs a break. It's not my brain that needs a break. I can always tell when my brain needs a break. I've just read some paragraph twice. And that's always a sign, okay, we're done. Find something else to do. And sometimes, you know, sometimes the stuff on our list is pointless. And when we do it, our heart doesn't feel great because we need more inspiration or we need more humor or social contact. Or sometimes our mind needs more perkiness. It needs something valuable and philosophic and meaningful to be thinking about and something worth passing on to kids or worth doing today or ceremonial. It, it just isn't nourishing enough. So just because it's on the list doesn't mean it gets to be attended to. So have fun with your lists. 
They tell you a lot about yourself, and it's a way for you to appreciate what you're doing every day and giving you some freedom to do what makes sense to do and what's fun to do. One last thing. It's going to be a couple of weeks before we get together, but between now and then, I'm sure you will have gotten one or two descriptive announcements full of excitement about something called Fairy Dust Teaching and a Play Summit. Now, I know that has nothing to do (laughs) with embracing the mature mind, except if we're looking at how to hang out with our grandkids or little kids, or we've got adult kids that have little kids and we'd like to give it to them. But it's an amazing summit, and it happens that I gave one of the talks on it, which is why I'll send you out the notices. It's free. It it must engage like eighty or 90,000 people. I don't know where it's been all our lives, but in the world of caregiving and young children, this is a really, really popular um, summit that goes on. So it's free. It, you could send it off to people, some of the greatest workshops and guidelines on how to even play with different materials. So it's worth your time if you want to take a look at it. And I apologize if you're flooded with emails and you think, oh my gosh, why am I getting one of these? Okay, that's what that is, and there will be a way for you to forward it on to folks you think might like it. See you in two weeks. I really hope you'll join me in this important conversation. Please send your comments for sharing to d at embraceyourbrain.com. I look forward to hearing from you.